we are like the Maury Povich of podcasts. People come oh. to this show because it's a train wreck. I'm giving this podcast three stars. The host keeps yelling at me. The people have clearly spoken. Check out Whatever with Jason Soto on Anchor, Apple, Google, wherever you get awesome podcasts, or you can go to the home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Second thing yes. I want to talk about is I want to talk about urination. I want to talk about peeing specifically. See what happens when Jason throws out the segments. This is what we get instead. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast looking at everything that Blumhouse Productions does. I am Jason Soto, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host. Lisa Leahy. How's it going today, Jason? It is going fantastic. I'm excited for this episode. It's going to um, be an interesting one. We're changing our format a little. Yeah, we're, I, I decided, you know, uh, Blumhouse, he's doing some TV stuff. He's doing TV shows and it's like i mean i guess if you want to go backwards that works too <laughs> yeah you know you think uh you know tv isn't quite so much as much a thing as it used to be but yeah sure J- uh jason blum let's, let's go backwards <laughs> uh yeah he's making some he's making a lot of tv too i keep seeing ads i you know probably targeted because we do this podcast but i keep <laughs> i keep seeing ads for all these shows he's doing and so i said you know we should probably cover some of these shows and uh, I started with this one because this is the most recent one I remember not only seeing ads for, but uh, Jason Blum himself was, like, promoting it very heavily on Twitter. Um, uh, and uh, So he clearly wants people to watch it. Yeah, I imagine that, right? You know, you make a thing and you want people to actually see the thing. Yeah. Like, imagine that. I mean, he's really breaking the mold. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, but we're doing a show. It's called The Thing About Pam. Uh, it was a six-episode arc that aired actually on NBC back in, like, March, I think it was. And um, the episodes... And nobody watched it, so now it's on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true. Uh, it's I on... will say, though, that a lot of really, really popular streaming shows were on regular, like, network or cable TV, mm-hmm. and nobody watched them, and then suddenly they land on, like, a Netflix or who this is true. up. So, for example, you, right? You know this stalker show, Me? you, that was oh. on Netflix? <laughs> oh, I thought I was. <laughs> I, was like, I had a show? <laughs> Holy shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, so this show, you, about, uh, you know, Joe the stalker, this was on USA. Oh, really? nobody watched it. Nobody watched it. Everyone thinks, oh, this just originated on Netflix. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, see, I didn't know that. I, see, I, I've, I've seen it. You learned something today. Yeah, I've seen it on, you know, every time I go to Netflix, I see you. You, uh-huh. Lisa, you, Lisa Leahy, you're on. You uh, see me on I Netflix? see you, yeah. It's weird. I don't know why you're on Netflix. Wow. The you two might of wanna... us are so, so famous <laughs> yeah. and we just don't realize. We're the best kind of celebrities. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
No, but I didn't know that. You... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I think it did okay. I mean, they, they did the full, all the episodes up on NBC. Yeah, and then um, it's just now available on Peacock and Hulu, like you said. Um, which is, you know, which is, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so this is a, uh, before we, I do the trailer, um, the, the, the thing about, the thing about Pam is, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, recreation of real events that happened, uh, back in 2011. And, um, it was based on a podcast, which was based on a Dateline NBC story. So, that's not confusing enough. We'll go ahead and do the trailer. <laughs> what are the police doing here? Something happened, Minnie. Something terrible. There's been a murder. Like, a big one. Who would do this? Well, they're holding Russ. Who will come out? I didn't do this. Let's go over your story from the beginning. You said you didn't take Betsy home. Who dropped her off? Her friend, Pam. Russ started putting a pillow over her face and he'd say, this was gonna feel like when you die or whatever. <laughs> We're gonna make sure he pays for what he's done. But we need someone who knows Betsy and Russ's relationship. Well, I know everything about it. Tell me about Pam. She's... Nice lady. She lied about where she was at the time of the crime. Look at the life insurance. Betsy changed the beneficiary from Russ to Pam. We got Pam's motive to kill. Transfer the balance to my personal checking. Bet you'll get that facelift you've been wanting. I don't know what you're even talking about. Well, your face does. I mean, she's creating this entire web of lies. <laughs> you told police that you never went in the house. You dropped her outside and left? Yeah. No, I did go in the house. Well, then you change your story. Don't forget, brain injury over here. I'm disabled. Take apart the house. Get us something we can use to bring him back for good. You're facing life in prison. Pamela Huff is not a suspect. Yeah, well, she should be. It's only gonna get worse. Trust me. Did you have that limp before? No. No, she did not. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to just cover the first two episodes in this episode. We're going to – the next two, four, three episodes will be about this show. Um, okay. And so we're going to cover just the first two. I want to kind of break it up because, uh, A, I only watched the first two. <laughs> first two. You watched the whole thing already, right? No, I only watched the first two. I made oh, okay. myself stuck. Oh, okay. However, I, thought, I thought you were going to watch them. Okay, that's cool. It wasn't too hard to stop, I'll tell you that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be one of those episodes. Okay. It might be. <laughs> okay, well, let's get over... Let's go over the story. The story of the what's going on and what happens in the first two episodes. I'm probably just going to, like, blend them together. You know, I'm not going to say, like, oh, episode one, this happened, episode two. We're just going to kind of tell the story yeah. up until the end of episode two. So, um, we meet this woman named Pam, who is played by a very, very heavily, uh, padded (laughs) Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Um, now, okay, my weird anxiety while I was watching this 
uh, made me nervous about Russ, the 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 husband in the in the episode, mm-hmm. and I had to look up the case, um, just because I was like, I don't know, my anxiety just would not let it play out. That it would, he actually would get. Yeah, because I felt so bad for him in the show. We'll get to yeah. it, but I, I, so I looked it up, and I looked up what the girl, look, the Pam, really looked like. She looks nothing like Renee Zellweger in the show. Like I don't know I where, disagree. I don't I know disagree. where they came up. I, okay, hang on, maybe like maybe I looked up a different picture. I don't know, but um, she. I mean, it may be a particular um, like it might be a particular photo that you're looking at, but. I think they're doing this. I mean, first of all, nobody's ever going to be exact. That just doesn't happen. But I think that they're pretty darn close. Okay, so this is some people at okay, home. That is, but see, that is not the photo. <laughs> that, see, you're looking. If you if you search, um, like the thing about Pam in Google, and then you bring up the images immediately. So just search the thing about Pam. And then, <clears throat> yep. And then click on images because they have side by side photos. It's not terrible. I guess it's 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 not. I mean, certainly it's not perfect. But so, like for example, you can see um, that Renee Zellweger is definitely working on her facial expressions. Yeah. So, like Renee Zellweger, I think is pretty underrated as an actress. She okay. will really do her homework when it comes to playing like actual historical people um and so she does i mean while it's not perfect but you can tell that she is certainly emulating a certain person's facial expressions and and ways of being and she's changing the way she speaks like she's definitely trying to make sure she becomes this woman as best as possible okay i don't know i'm I'm on her side with this one you're certainly welcome to disagree that's okay Okay, well, I mean, like, this one pi- – I'm sorry for the listeners. You, can, you have to just Google this yourself, I guess. But, like, this one picture here, like, I, I kind of can see it here um, with her yeah, she's in the court, the pink. pink. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it there. But, like, when I looked up the Wikipedia – because that's just all I found was the Wikipedia thing. Right. It, it exactly. didn't really – and it was like – okay, I mean, it's like this picture. I don't super see it. Um, but you can see that she's like making that facial expression. Yeah. That weird smirk. She yeah. Has. Yeah. I guess. All right. And All then right. the picture. It's interesting because you look at a pic. There's a, a like a three way sort of picture where you see like Renee Zellweger in her everyday being. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over to the left of the screen, and you've got oh, um, Pam it. Hupp in. It's a headshot. Yeah, where she's got the the orange jumpsuit. Oh, okay. On. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you've got. Uh, Renee in the show with the short hair and then you've got Renee as a brunette in a black shirt so yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. interesting comparison to show like here's what she's kind of done to transform okay alright fair enough I guess people listening just just google it I guess it's, it's fine sorry I mean to me. how much does, how much does NBC have to pay Renee Zellweger you know she's, a, she's an academy well she produced nominated. the show I don't know if you noticed oh, that, that. she, she also enough. produced it so nope missed it <laughs> <laughs> okay well anyway regardless sorry I went off on that tangent um it's important. It's a real life show. You so, want people to look like it. So Renee Zellweger plays this woman named Pam uh, Shup, uh, who was this. Uh, There's no S. Oh, Hup, Hup. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's a true crime it's show. It's ten o'clock in the it. morning. I'm not used to being up this early. There are people who have been up since like five thirty who are saying, "Shut up, fuck up, Jason, fuck up, man." I'm I'm joking. Okay. Anyway, of course. Pam Hup. She plays this woman named <laughs> Pam Hup, who's a housewife. And, uh, uh, I don't even know how to begin with her. She's one of these, like, she's kind of like a Karen in a way. 
Um, but yes. like not so avert about it. It's like it's like bubbling underneath. She's kind of a Karen, and I love the one character uh, trait they gave her was she always drinks those like sodas from the gas stations. Oh my god! <laughs> like, Giant, it's like a big gulp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I love that's the characterization they gave to her. And you know when we we the first when we first meet her, um, and I think I know why you probably don't like the show because it's kind of gimmicky. Um, it really has a weird kind of mocking okay. tone to it. I'm going to ask you this. Did you see the BBC uh, Sherlock show with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Did you like that? Obsessed. Okay, see, I thought this was similar in how they presented, like, you know, the time and the text messages and, you know, every time Pam talked, it it went into this, like, flashback mode where she's talking and then things change around her. I kind of, I kind of dug that. I'm okay with the, with, um, let's say the storytelling format. I don't have a problem with the narrative structure of it. I'm fine with back and forth. Okay. Okay. I don't need anything to be linear. That's definitely not my bag. But I hate the narrator. I hate this guy. You don't voice. like Keith he Morrison? Me, he's making me insane. What? Dude. Voice Dude. This. I don't like it. Oh, my God. Keith Morrison's a fucking legend. I mean, he's it's fine. <sighs> but now I have to IMDB him because I didn't actually look up He's he he's He's Dateline NBC. He's the fucking guy from Dateline NBC. Well, oh my that God. makes more sense, and now that you say that, it clicks. But he sounds so hokey in this. That's just how he sounds. That's just his. That's his demeanor. That's how he sounds for everything. That's why people love him. That's so funny. <laughs> I, now it's just, it's funny because now that you said his name, I can picture him. He's like tall. He's got like the grayish. Yeah. Hair. I know exactly who you mean now. I don't know because for whatever reason, when I watch Dateline, and it's not frequent, but occasionally I go on these like true crime binges, and I'll just watch a bunch of them. Uh-huh. He doesn't bother me there, but this it's making me insane. Yeah, no, I was happy that he was a narrator. I oh, was that's a, funny. I was ecstatic. Like Keith Morrison, he's the fucking man. And of uh. course, here I am, I'm completely clueless. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. So this is narrated by Keith Morrison. Okay. Uh, so. It starts with the husband, uh, Russell, or Russ, uh, finding his wife, uh, Betsy, dead in their house. Yes. And she's got a knife sticking out of her neck, and she's, like, brutally, like, you know, stabbed all over the place. Yeah, like, her arms are sliced. Like, they suggest her wrists are cut, but it doesn't look like her wrists at all. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really get a good look. Uh, So he's calling 911 about it, and uh, we get Keith Morrison, who's, like, you know, he's kind of foreshadowing everything like you know 911 calls are important he had no idea this call would be picked apart and who right. who knew going to Arby's at 9:12 p.m. would be you know a lifesaver stuff like that he's he's, he's na- I'm, yeah. you would be a terrible true crime podcast oh my god i'm just doing a generalization <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm not, you know, geez, I'm just I'm giving it to be replaced. Ju- I'm just about to. Do- <laughs> I'll replace you with a mime. Um, uh, okay, 907, Jesus. Okay, so, yeah, so he's he's doing all these, like, you know, saying, you know, Russ was at uh, his friend's house for a game night, you know, from, like, 6 to 9, and, you know, he left, went to Arby's. It was 907. Uh, we see Pam. Um, earlier that day, take uh, Betsy uh, from uh, Betsy's Betsy's yeah Betsy's mom's house because Betsy has cancer, 
and she had a chemo treatment, and um, she wasn't, you know, after chemo, everyone knows, after chemo, you don't feel very well. You, you're a little weak or whatever, so you just need to just chill out. And so Pam was like, oh, I'll take her, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll gladly take her to, you know, her house. And so she went over to the, you know, the mom's house, waited around for her for a little bit. And Pam's just kind of like, she looks mad about something, but, you know, she can't say what it is. And she's just like wants to be very punctual, but she's not, you know, given into like why. Yeah, she seems to be <coughs> caring very much about like making sure she talks to this person. Yes. Making sure she talks to that person. And, she calls the know. husband, leaves a voicemail and yes. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's all this like deliberate stuff happening. So then she drops off Betsy. And then it jumps to the husband, you know, finding the body at home. And, you know, he went to Arby's, he's at his friend's house. He's calling 911. The, and then it goes to this whole thing of how, like, no one from the get-go believed the husband. Um, well, which, they, is, which is a pretty common which is, thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I get it. the husband. I get it. I do get it. Um, but they're like, yeah, they're picking apart the 911 call. They're saying he was a little too hysterical. Um, when the cops showed up at the scene, they like immediately like, yeah, the husband did it. We need to get him, you know, we need to get him in a car and get him downtown. Uh, the two like main cops, uh, <laughs> fucking names. I don't remember. Um, there's the two main cops that are in the show. They, yeah, they're you know, like, I don't care about <clears throat> their names. They're not but they're, interesting, but they're, um, but they're like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the you know, so yeah, the husband went crazy and did this, and man, he's a little too hysterical and blah 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 about about everything. So they're immediately trying to pin this on the husband. Right. Um, Pam is, you know, meanwhile she's at home, she's just like, you know, chilling or whatever. We go the next day when they discover when you know the town because it's like it's a, it's a small town of Troy, Missouri. It was Missouri, I yes. think. Yes. Um, yes. Troy. I know it was Troy because they had a bunch of Trojan like signage right. up all over town. And it helps you keep track. <laughs> and um, yeah, Troy, Missouri is where this takes place. And it's like a small town. And so, of course, it doesn't take long for everyone to find out that Betsy got murdered. Exactly. And that Russ is being, you know, held downtown for questioning. And Pam's all like over the moon for this. They're. Um, interrogating Russ, and he won't break. They keep saying, just confess, man, just confess. Say you did it, you're going to feel better, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I wouldn't do this. I would not, yeah. So, Lisa, I don't know about you, but I have spent a lot of time on YouTube watching, like, um, interrogation videos of, Mm -hmm. like, criminals who've done various things from robbing a store to actually murdering people. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the things I've always noticed is, like, they always... They always, nine times out of ten, they always have the cop who's like, just confess you did it. Just say you did it. You're going to feel so much better. And that's like a thing. That's like a thing in the criminal justice system of how cops interrogate, you know, people. And instead of just trying to actually find who actually did the murder, the first person they grab, they want them to confess to whatever it is. Murders, robbery, rape, whatever it is you want to say the crime is. Um... And I think that's terrible. That's fucking. Oh, it's awful. Awful. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, and so it's it's interesting because I'm I have this this thing where I will constantly sort of look at things from every angle, and I'm not saying I'm isolated in that way, but 
you look at a situation like this and you say, what the fuck? The police are screwing with this guy and they, they know, you know, like they know he didn't do it. We know he didn't do it. You know, a bunch of armchair detectives sitting at home who already know the results of the case going, oh, that's terrible. You should never have done that. Well, yeah. from the other side of the coin, if you're a police officer, you are under a lot of pressure to close cases. Yeah. And there are certain cases where you have a lot of political pressure, who knows who, whatever it is. And, you know, you might be a guy who screwed up in the last case, so now you're trying to redeem yourself. Whatever it is, you're like, I just need a confession, and mm. then this case will be closed, and then I can elevate myself. Yeah. So, so I always think about it from that angle. So okay. this guy okay. could be – well, it's just one of those things I do. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you look at this and you go, there are people who are guilty – who eventually do break, you know, it's not. Yeah, 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 so yeah. There's all these different variables where this guy's working on the husband, they're working on Ross, it's like, it's gotta be the husband. Mm -hmm. Clearly this is a thing, and here you go. Now what's infuriating is the fact that there's like no blood spatter anywhere. Yes. It's a really clean crime scene, yep. and like they can't find any actual evidence against him, and yet they still push. That's yeah. where it gets really infuriating because it's like if there was blood everywhere, then yeah, push the guy. What I thought was kind of cool was they were showing like, you know, they were talking about the crime scene in the show. They were showing the actual crime scene pictures uh, during the show. I don't know if you caught that, mm -hmm. but those were the yeah. actual crime scene pictures from the yeah, actual totally. murder. And, you know, he would be like, you know, there's blood splatter on the light switches. And we saw that and we saw we even saw the body. And I think it went by really quickly, but we did see like the real body for like oh, sure. a second. Uh, then there was like there was like this pillow on like a treadmill or something that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, see, you know what? I don't find that weird at all. <laughs> well, I mean, it becomes a thing, you know, oh, see, a little bit later. It, it becomes like a thing. I oh, totally look at that as somebody, you know, if you have too many throw pillows on the couch and you just want to move a pillow so you can be comfortable <laughs> and you put it wherever it is and so it ends up like on okay. the heater. Okay, all right, I guess that's weird. fair. So that's what I did with that, but it could be something else. You no, I, I, I think it's going to be a thing. I felt like it was very deliberate and I felt it's, like they keep mentioning it for a reason. So It's Chekhov's pocket. Uh, Chekhov's um, pillow. Um, pillow, thank you. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> it's fine. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we're seeing the actual crime scene photo. I thought well, that was a n nice little touch. That was cool. Um, and then, you know, they're talking about, you know, yeah, there was no blood, you know, mainly anywhere. They were, there was no blood on Russ's clothes. Mm -hmm. um, they did find a slipper with a little bit of blood. They noticed that on uh, Betsy's uh, feet, her socks was kind of like partially on. And they couldn't, they, they later deduced that the, the killer uh, used the socks to clean up the blood. That's, that's, you know, up to the episode I saw. I don't know if that actually becomes a thing or not. But, uh, yeah, so they're talking about all this stuff, this crime scene stuff. They're trying to break Russ, and he doesn't break. And so, you know, it's 24 hours later, and they have to let him go because he never without confessed. Without a lawyer. Without yeah. A lawyer. Yeah, without a lawyer. That, that becomes guy. important, too. And, like, here's the thing. They always say, you know, if you ask for a lawyer, that means you're guilty. But I, I, I think the opposite. I think, like, no, because I need a lawyer. So if these guys want to try to pin shit on me. I can like say no, no, no. You know, my lawyer was here, and we got it all figured out. I would, if I was Russ from the get go, I'd just be like, I'm not talking until I get a lawyer. Yeah, like this is the kind of thing. But I, I feel like it's because true crime and like police shows and things have become so ubiquitous in our in our our like entertainment 
I would love to like sit down with somebody who actually does this for a living, like an actual detective or something mm. and say like, do people ask for the lawyer? Like what is authentic in this? Because we all sit here and we go, well, totally. If I'm ever arrested, I'm yeah. going to get yeah, a lawyer yeah, right yeah. away because I know. But when you know you're innocent, you worry because then you're like, well, wait a minute. Maybe this does look me look. And so it's like we could, again, the armchair detectives. We can say, <laughs> "Oh, this is what I would do," but I'd be scared shit. Yeah, no, you're right. I would, I would, I would be pooping my pants the entire oh time. So, and this guy legitimately did nothing. And I mean, you put in your head that the justice system is fair, that the justice system will see. I was at my buddy's house from mm. here to here, mm. I, and then like I went home and I found her. You, there couldn't possibly be evidence against me because I didn't do it. You know, right. like this is what your brain does. So right. it's it's really it's it's alarming that people who are one hundred and twenty two percent innocent get convicted of things. Yeah, yeah, That's and that was scary. And that was why I had to like look up the case because <laughs> I had to make sure I won't spoil it. Like I won't spoil what I read and everything. I just wanted to say I had to make myself feel better by reading it. But I won't Fair spoil. Enough. I won't spoil what happens because the Wikipedia yeah, did. The Wikipedia did say everything that happened. But you're the kind um, of guy who reads the end of the book. I first, do. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, okay, people are mad about, like, spoilers all the time. That's, like, a whole thing on the internet. Like, oh, you spoiled this. My take on this, and I'm going to admit it's probably a very unique take. I'm probably alone on that, and that's fine, is that I don't mind spoilers. Like, if something gets spoiled for me, I'm not going to get angry and shout at it about it because I still want to see how that thing becomes that thing, how we get to that point. Sure. And I'll give, I'll give a very common example the sixth sense you've okay let's say you sixth sense you find out oh bruce willis dead the whole time before you see the movie okay but how does that play out like what does that mean like how do you how do you get to that point how does the movie play out knowing that he's dead and i think it's an interesting angle so i you know me knowing what's gonna happen with this show with pam and all that I'm like, okay, I know this, that, or whatever happens, but I want to see it played out. I want to see how this show handles it. Um, because they even put a warning at the beginning of every episode, like, not everything is 100% accurate, we've changed names, blah, blah, blah. So that's, and that's fine. You know, you, it's it's still a TV program. you got to entertain the masses. You can't just record, you know, the lawyer reading a document for like eight hours straight. You gotta, you know, you gotta have the scene where the lawyer literally like in five minutes finds the incriminating thing that could put Pam away for life. You know what I mean? Like you you can't just have him sit there forever. Speaking of Josh, uh, Darmel shows up, uh, has, uh, Russ's lawyer. And he's got the most fabulous hair I've ever seen. (laughs) And I don't know. I didn't look up the actual lawyer. If he actually has that hair or not. Uh, but I, I like just, I like this character. <laughs> I loved the description where he looks like Tom Hanks and Splash. Yeah, and he walks in and I go, yep. Yeah, <laughs> he totally, totally does. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for the courtroom scenes with this character. See, they cause... really should have seen. I mean, can you imagine how fantastic it would have been if they had gotten Tom Hanks? Like, oh. it would have been like a Colin Firth and Bridget Jones's diary. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. That would have been <laughs> funny as hell. I would have loved that. A lot of that. That would have been funny as hell. So, uh, Pam, meanwhile, we haven't talked about Pam. So, um, she's just going around being, like, what I'll say, over-supportive. Like, she's just constantly showing up at, like, Betsy's mom's house. She gives her this necklace 
and the necklace was purchased like before the murder even happened. Yep. And it's Pam, like a little heart on a chain from the gas station. Yeah, and Pam's like, "Oh, I bought this because I thought of you, and I wanted you to, you know, whatever." And um, you know, she's there consoling the mom. She's constantly wanting to talk to the cops and give her her story. And this is where I thought the show kind of shined was every time Pam talked, she changed her story just a little bit. And every time she talked, they would do like a reenactment. And it would be like, oh, I drove Betsy to her house and we were in her car talking and she wanted to watch a movie. But that's not what really happened. And then it's like, well, but no, but then I did go into the house. And so this switches to her going into the house. Oh, that's right. And then I'm sorry, I got confused. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it was like, oh, I I wasn't carrying. No, wait, I was carrying Betsy's bag and then it showed her carrying the bag. Like, I thought that was pretty neat. Yes. Uh, I did. I enjoyed that. Uh, so she's talking to she talks to like the cops like constantly, at least in these two episodes, uh, just constantly talking about it and then trying to make Russ the bad guy saying, oh, he's got a temper. They are always fighting. They were separated. They were, you know, he uh, scared away one of his daughter's boyfriends um, and he kept doing this game with a pillow uh, where he was going to put the pillow over oh her. Oh, my God. Yeah. This, like, this he... thing is so crazy. <laughs> like, she... like, oh, did did she tell you about that letter, that email? That yeah, the letter. Send you? Yeah. So did you find that? She told me all about this email that she was going to send me, mm-hmm. and it's about this new game that he's playing where he puts a pillow over her face and says, yeah. like, this is what it's going to feel like when you die, die. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. the or whatever that gets me every time I crack <laughs> up. I'm like, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. so she's she's constantly talking to the cops. The cops wanted to talk to her husband, and she had she had to be right there. And she yeah, she I overtakes that conversation. I know, right? I kept waiting for them to say, well, you know, alone. But no, she was there, and you know the husband barely gets like a word in, in all these episodes because she's yes. just constantly talking. And so she's she took over the conversation with the husband, and yeah, so she's clearly setting everything up to make Russ look like you know the the killer. And right. then um, we get this real, uh, you know, we realize though they realize that uh, Betsy changed her will. From uh, the husband getting, you know, her life insurance money to Pam getting the life insurance yes. money. Yes, which is so... I can't wait to watch more episodes and figure out what the hell was the rationale behind that. Um, because, I well, don't tell me if you know things. No, no, no. Like, they kind of mentioned int- it. They sort of mentioned it, but I feel like that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Because that's Pam explaining it. And oh, yeah, yeah. It, that, okay. it just seems weird to me that... You know, I'm sorry. I don't care what I'm dealing with. Like in in my family, if if for whatever reason I'm changing my beneficiary from my husband to somebody, yeah. it's not going to go to one of my friends. It's going to yeah. go to my mother, or it's going to go to my brother. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There are too many people in line before my pushy friends. It is. Yeah. I. Yeah. Absolutely. So sorry, yeah. Jason, you're just not getting it. <laughs> Damn it! All right. <laughs> let me call off the hit, man. Hey, it's, it's off. It's off. <laughs> Oh, and you're talking to the girl who lives in Providence. Let's talk. Well, hang on. Yeah, that's a good segue. Let's talk about the shirt. Because <laughs> I oh mentioned, I, I mentioned to you after I yes. watched it, I said, hey, the husband, Russ, is wearing a shirt that says Rhode Island in it. But the show takes place in Missouri. So it's just this random thing that was thrown in there. And then you were like, that is the weirdest shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> 
it doesn't make any sense. So Jason texts me and he goes, oh my God, there's a Rhode Island shirt. Jason Blum must be listening to our show. Right. Like, this is amazing. I can't wait to see this shirt. He goes, yeah, but it's a little weird. I'm like, all right. So I look at this shirt. It's a red shirt and it looks, it's got Rhode Island across the chest. It looks like it's in camo. Okay, yeah. It's got one of those like established and a date. It looks like it says 1980 to me. Um, and it's got like an eagle. So in my head, I'm thinking when Jason told me about this shirt, I'm thinking, all right, it's probably like a gray t-shirt that says Rhode Island across and like the blue and the white, because that's a URI logo. Like if you watch URI college basketball, you'll typically see just Rhode Island. It almost looks like a cheesy tourist shop, but that's how we represent the state, the, the state university. Um, and he goes, no, it's like red. So I look at this thing and I go, this doesn't make any damn sense at all. There's nothing in this state where that color, like Rhode Island College is maroon. Um, you know, Jay Wu, uh, Johnson and Wales, um, you know, all, Brown University is like a maroon. None, nothing in Rhode Island is this color. And established, it looks like it says 1980. That doesn't make sense. Even 1880, even 1780, all inaccurate dates. So it makes, I have no idea where yeah. this shirt came from. It can't give you any connection to what the hell this thing is. <laughs> and it's fascinating to me because I'm this is to... what I'm going to, so now I'm thinking of every other show where some random state shirt has come up and now I've become one of those people. I want to go on Twitter and be like WTF with this weird shirt because it makes no sense and I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find like a clear shot of the shirt from the show, but I I can't. I don't really... think there are any clear yeah, shots like... because they know it's a bogus shirt and they're trying to hide it. Yeah, like it was kind of there was like one scene where it was kind of clear when he was at home, I think. But yeah. like all the Google images are just of him in the interrogation room, and it's he's got the blanket on and it's like all rumpled because he's been there for twenty four hours. So right, uh, yeah, I was I was like I was like okay, Rhode Island that can't. Like, that can't be a coincidence because, again, this show takes place in Missouri. So, like, why of all states, <laughs> why it was Rhode Island? <laughs> and I'm like, Jason Blum saying hi to our little podcast. Like, did, does he listen and he put this in? Like, wow, that's fascinating. I, yeah. When did this show premiere? <laughs> uh, it's we earlier coming? this year. Early this oh year. I don't know when they filmed it. Now it could be one of those things where it's like you know, you know, maybe we're being full of ourselves. They filmed it during COVID or something. No, not at all. (laughs) But that's just that's absurd. (laughs) I mean, be realistic. One hundred. Let me see if there's any. I don't know when they might have filmed this. Um, Because sometimes the Wikipedia will be like was filmed during blah blah blah. Right. Um, Development. Ooh, I'm kind of right. It was kind of started during COVID. Yeah. Uh, when did we start this show? It was like last. Was it last year? You're gonna know better than me. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I know. You think I would know, but you know, I got so much going on in my life. I don't keep track of shit like that. He's so busy that he's able to sleep past ten o'clock in the morning. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, May nineteen twenty twenty. They were developing the show. Uh, so you know, it's it's not too out of the realm that we could have. You know the first couple of episodes, and he influencers. <laughs> he listened to it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I. So anyway, yeah, I, we just want to talk about the shirt just because of the Rhode Island connection. I thought it was hilarious that there was a Rhode Island connection. <laughs> um, so uh, the second episode uh, it does end with um, 
the lawyer, uh, played by Josh Duhamel again, and uh, he's he's more and more convinced Pam had something to do with it. He right. he's, he really believes that Russ is innocent, and um, and uh, it starts looking at Pam because all these weird things keep coming up, like you know uh, the the oh we didn't talk about Judy Greer. Uh, she plays the prosecutor, the, uh, the district attorney, and, uh, she just got elected and she's trying to get a big case because again, it's a small town. Nothing fucking happens in this small town. So here we got a murder. We got a murder and the husband possibly did it. No, no, he didn't possibly do it. He did it. it. (laughs) And we're going to put him to the grill, man. We're going to, we're going to send him away for life. Uh, our first episode was May twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. So it is within the realm of possibility he could have oh, listened yeah. to the podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so, um, so yeah. So Judy Greer, she plays the, the district attorney, and and I think she's attractive, but her hair in this like ruined it for me. <laughs> like her hair was so fucking weird. Like I couldn't. It is very and I'm sure it's based on a real life hairdo the real person had, but it was just like a little too much for me um and then you know you know and then we get this whole setup where it's like she's stacking the case you know for her like she's friends with the judge uh she's out drinking with one of the jurors um she's uh she's secretly dating one of the cops right um there's all kinds of like yeah problems like yes many uh, what is the word I want? Um, uh, conflicts of interest. It yes, so yes. Bad. It is, so yes. Bad. And that's kind of where it ends. That's where episode two ends. Because, you know, uh, oh, yeah, so Russ gets, a, he gets freed. Um, but then they um, they find, uh, what was it that they found that they they actually convicted him? Like the, oh, my God, there was something that they found. What, I, sorry, what did we talk? Oh, that like locked him down as yeah, because they they had to let him go because they had no evidence and he didn't confess, so he was free oh, for no, a couple of they, days. What they quote unquote found was um, the the story that Pam told them about how. It oh was yeah, okay. That, what they yeah. found was that she changed her beneficiary, and so the DA now thinks. That oh yes, proof of an yes, abusive yes. Husband. And so he, so they think that he murdered her because she changed the. Right. Yeah, and this came at the exact same time where Josh Dumel was like, "Oh, Pam clearly did it because she was the you know this is motive for the money." Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like they both came to the same conclusion, but had different results. <laughs> results. Exactly. Different um, interpretations of the whole thing. Exactly. Sure. So then Russ gets arrested, like legit arrested now for murder. Right. Um, and and now he's you know awaiting trial, and then the district attorney, you know, she's partying it up with the judge and everything, and that's where episode two ends. Yes. Um, so, uh, okay, it sounds like you're not a fan of this show, and I'm curious why. I will say, it's not that I hate, I don't hate it. I'm not, okay. like, tormented that I'm going to watch the whole thing. Um, but I will tell you that first, that first episode, I, part of the problem is I don't care much for dramatizations of true crime. At this okay. point, there are so many actually well-done true crime documentaries. I would rather watch that. Um, than these mm. dramatized versions of it. So, like, for example, you have, um, there was a case in um, Plainville, Mass., of the girl who convinced her friend or allegedly convinced her friend to kill himself through text oh. messages. yes, yes, So yes, yes. there have been a lot of fantastic drama, uh, sorry, um, true crime, like, documentaries, documentaries on that. Yeah. Dateline, HBO did a good one. And then Hulu came up with, like, a TV show. 
yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a TV show on HBO about the staircase. Yeah. Whereas that is one of the most fantastic true crime series that it's out there. Um, you know, I would rather just watch that. Mm. So I'm already kind of turned off when I find out that it's, you know, acting out of a thing. Um, because there are already other texts that I could listen to or watch that are better in my opinion. Um, and then, like I said, like whatever was going on with the narration here. And it's funny because <laughs> it doesn't bother me in Dateline, but here it just seems so cheesy. And I think it's because Pam is being played so cartoonish. Mm. I think it just turned out to be too campy for me. So I was kind of like, I just don't like the tone of this. Two episodes in, I think I'd be more willing to kind of keep going. I think if you had expected me to watch all of them, I might have been more hard pressed. Okay. Um, but I am kind of interested to be like, okay, let's keep going. But part of it is because it's such a weird story. Yeah. That I think they're purposely doing the cartoonish thing because every turn is, are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? <clears throat> and they're just really leaning into that, which is fair. I mean, people love that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, for me, I'm I'm enjoying. I guess I'm enjoying the story. Yeah. Um, you know, even though I kind of I kind of know how it turns out, I want to see it played out. I want to see how they get from A to Z. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in in the show. Um, and I I do kind of appreciate the you know acting out of it. Uh, just so they make like Pam this big like buffoon, and that like every time she's on screen, it's just like she just you know screams i'm guilty like 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 every scene she's in it it, it's like it's like you know this is clearly written from the point of view of pam did it 100 i mean sorry i'm jumping ahead a little but you know it's from like the point of you know instead of it being like let's be objective let's look at let's let's make it a mystery let's like Mm -hmm. let's make instead of being a mystery of who actually did kill betsy you know, we're we're gonna tell you minute one. It's Pam. Like one hundred percent, it's Pam. Like oh, we're not definitely. even gonna deny it. <laughs> no, this is not this is not one of those shows. So you brought up the sixth sense. This is very different because when you're looking at true crime, there is very clearly going to be like, here's the person who did it. Now we're gonna show you about it. And nine times yeah. out of ten, this person was caught and convicted. Otherwise, they tell you from the beginning the mystery of, and you're like, oh shit, this is never gonna be solved. Um, or it's not going to be solved by the time I get to the end of this show. They're still fascinating, but something like The Sixth Sense, I get what you're talking about when you say, like, oh, it's interesting how, how they actually get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I equate those to um, something like a movie like An American Beauty, for example, mm-hmm. where in the very first lines, you have the, the narrator, Lester Burnham, saying, you know, this is my house, this is my uh, neighborhood, this is my street, this is my, my life. In, you know, X number of days, I'll be dead. Dead, so yeah. It's not a surprise <laughs> that he's going to die. The whole movie is about how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when the whole thing about the shock isn't supposed to be about the death. It's about how the death comes about. I'm with you on that. But mm-hmm. something like The Sixth Sense, I would have been pissed. Because there's okay. something to the reveal of that that is a big deal to me. And All there's right. certain things. I love being surprised. So, But when I go into a true crime thing... It is about the process. It's not about who did it or whatever. Um, like it is in like Law and Order, but even that Law and Order <laughs> is silly because you know that 
you know, if there's a major guest star, the guest yeah. star. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it, it's 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 funny, but you don't watch those because you're surprised. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's interesting. With this, you know it's going to be her. So it's it is going to be yeah. a matter about the absurdity of the case or the absurdity of how the progress went through, et cetera, et cetera. And the, you know, that she's like a caricature in this show. Oh, like my she's, God. So she's much. very exaggerated. Yeah. So... Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of digging the show, uh, I, you know, I feel like, you know, the first episode where they did that whole thing where she was telling the story and things were changing around her as she was telling the story, um, they didn't do that as much in the second one, I kind of wish they could have kind of continued that a little bit, um, but I also kind of understand they didn't want to overuse it, so, um, but, uh, I'm, I'm very curious where this is gonna go, I'm curious what convinces everybody that pam did it um what ha- you know what what actually does happen now that actually i don't know like how they finally got to pam this the wikipedia right. didn't super explain it so right. i am curious what like you know what what clicked in the investigation or whatever uh where they were like oh okay it was clearly this lady you know and you know I, i'm very curious how that happened so uh, but we will, uh, yeah, we'll stop there. I think we're done with episodes one and two. Um, yep. I'm digging it. Lisa's eh about it. Uh, Keith I'm Morrison is the man. It. Keith Morrison is the man. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we, next episode, we will cover episodes three and four, uh, of this. And I'm very excited to see where that goes. So, um, yeah. Any final thoughts before we go? No, I think we're pretty good. I think we're it's, good? it's okay. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see where this, this lands. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Hey, you should go check out rabbitholepodcast.com. That's where you're going to find all the episodes of this show and every other show that I'm involved in, Lisa's involved in. A lot of other great shows are over there. Uh, check it out, rabbitholepodcast.com. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks uh, with episodes three and four. So until then, I'm Jason Soto. And I'm Lisa Leahy. And we'll see you between the scares. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.